Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Do You Say Anime, I am your host Peter, and on today's episode, the cast of the What Do You Say Anime podcast will be previewing the upcoming winter 2022 season. We will be doing mostly new shows, we will be doing some sequels, but for shows like Takagi-san Season 3, Ari Furetta Season 2, if you haven't already seen it, there's a chance that you're probably not going to see it, so we're going to be focusing on the other shows that we have personally seen, and a little bit of the sequels mixed in. So joining me today... First, the co-host himself, we have Pat. Pat, how's it going? It's good. Life is good, you know. We're uh, getting to the end of the sales year, so I'm slowing down at work, um, doing a little bit more housekeeping stuff, so I'm feeling good. Uh, how, how are you doing, Pete? I, I feel like we don't ask you often enough. Uh, I'm, I'm doing fantastic. I'm recovering from some illnesses that I previously had, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. And That's good. Joining us today, not only is Pat, but the man in the sky. If you're watching us visually, you can't see him. If you're listening to us on audio only, it won't make a difference. We have Miles. Miles, how's it going? Oh, you know, it's going quite well. I enjoy being in the sky. It's uh, where I belong. Yes, and I know Miles is super jacked for this upcoming season. As the seasonal watcher of the podcast himself, he has narrowed <laughs> down. He, he cut he cut it down to about only 30 shows that he's watching this season, so... But we're only gonna do we're only gonna do like uh, 12, 13 shows today. So sorry, Miles, you won't be able to get to talk about the, all the shows that you watch. I can't believe Yami Shiba season ten didn't make the cut. But what do you do? You know what? Maybe maybe on our review episode we can we can definitely get to that. But you know what? We are gonna get to our first show. Uh, it's a show that I'm looking forward to. Um, the other co-host, maybe not so much. It's called Dress Up My Darling. That's the English version. Traumatized by a childhood incident with a friend who took exception to his love of traditional dolls. Doll artisan hopeful Wakana Gojo passes his day as a loner, finding solace in the home ec room at his high school. To Wakana, people like the beautiful Marin, a trendy girl who's always surrounded by a throng of friends, is practically an alien from another world. But then a cheerful Marin, never one to be shy, spots Wakana sewing away one day after school. She barges in with him to aim to roping her him in to her secret hobby cosplay will wakanda's wounded heart be able to handle the invasion of this sexy alien Ooh, spicy um i know this is not everyone's cup of tea but i'm rom-com trash and this is a rom-com and i'm looking forward to it i also think the anime community itself is going to be pretty um centered on this because i don't really don't have a whole lot of cosplay anime so just the idea of like creating uh cosplay in an anime will probably suit a lot of people pat what are your initial thoughts on dress up my darling uh yeah so um my initial thoughts too were as a rom-com trash fan was like oh this looks really nice it's done by cloverworks too who uh do a lot of really good shows they've done um buddy girl senpai horamiya they've done a couple others within that like rom-com space right so you'd think that they'd be the right studio for this um but i did something i never do uh, so people who have listened to this, uh, listened to us talk about previews before know that a PV to me is the promotional art. It's not the video, even though the video may be the correct definition. That's what the V stands for. <laughs> you know, well, you know what? That's, I know what uh, you're saying. I'm just giving you agenda over facts. Yeah, that is correct, podcast. Pat. That is correct. So, so, um, I watched the PV and it was nice art and the girl's really cute. But then it went from being like, oh, haha, she might be like trying to like get him to be a friend or whatever to just very fan service heavy, like 
like a grotesque like she was like stripping and like teasing him kind of nagatoro-esque kind of stuff and i that's when i w- i kind of got the red flag for this so this is one of those shows that i've heard good things about the manga i've heard that it's really fun but it also if it's just shy guy gets bullied by gyaru it's not gonna be my cup of tea you know so that's that's where i'm i am uh i i kind of like pumped the brakes a little bit uh after watching that PV, it kind of disappointed me a bit. Um, Mr. I in the Sky himself, Miles, what is your take? Are you uh, are you recommending this show to people then? Are you watching it? Are you passing it? Uh, at based solely off what you know from us as well. Yes. So a few things that seem potentially interesting about the show. Um, a thing that seems potentially interesting about the show is that having cosplay as a theme could lead to some sick referential humor don't know if it's going to or not haven't read the manga don't really do anything involving anime but (laughs) um you know the scenes where you know depending on how it all goes you know having her dress up as famous anime characters and stuff can lead to comedic events um you know i guess i would put this on wait and see um, if it's too fan servicey all the way through, then you know it's probably not going to be for me. Um, but if it comes out and it's it's doing like the the bait and switch stuff, like Miracle Chan or whatever, then I, I can probably suffer through a few episodes of it. If that is the case, and then you guys tell me it's a good romance too, um, you know, it's probably how I would end up watching it. Also, if there's a plot twist and she actually is an alien. Um, that would have me pretty interested. That would be pretty <laughs> <So>. cool. <laughs> you know, as a beta male, I really enjoy the 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 spunky alpha Gairu girl and the shy little boy character. Um, that's why Torador is in like my top ten of all time. Um, but to to me, I mean, like Clo- Cloverworks. If they don't make a season two, season one's normally pretty good. Like. Uh, just don't make Wonder Egg or Promise Neverland again, and we have a really good season one. So that's like, I guess like Cloverworks has earned it enough for me, where it's like a studio where it's not quite like Bones, it's not quite Kyoto Annie, where like if they make it, I go watch it. But when I see Cloverworks, it's definitely like a selling point to me. It, it's going to look pretty. I think the characters are going to be fun. It has the romance, it has the comedy, it has the slice of life tags that I look forward to in anime that I enjoy watching. So for me... This is probably going to be like a I consider it if you like these genres and if, if you're like me and like that style of romance as well. So that's my recommendation. Yeah. How about you, Pat? Um, I I think I'd recommend it to the same people that you just talked about. Again, I think I could enjoy this show, but I don't know, man. It, are we not sick of just, oh, haha, the prettiest girl in school just decided to walk into a classroom where there's this nerdy loser sitting there do minding his own business and suddenly oh surprise uh she has a crush on him for some reason like i, I don't know it's just like are, are we self-aware enough yet to realize how did you watch hori mia bad this looks i i watched hori mia yes i did okay and did you did you like like that twist on where like the shy guys actually like like i thought that was school, fun he's a different person type of thing it, it was kind of fun but i don't know hori mia isn't something that i i don't know to me i i thought hori mia was the reaction to it was a lot higher than i thought it deserved I, I didn't think it was like a genre defining staple like a lot of people think it was um uh, <laughs> yeah oh yeah there you go um i know but you weren't you weren't the only person if you were the only person then i'd know it was wrong but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Damn. I love you. Okay, well, that's, that's going to conclude our podcast for tonight. Uh, if you like our content, press that like, comment, and subscribe button. Yeah, sick plug. Uh, don't forget the Discord, too. Um, the Discord's in the links below. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in defense um, of this show that I will not watch, Pat, yes. um, <laughs> him being into traditional dolls and her being into cosplay does it lend does, itself yes. to a, a natural um, reason for them to get together. Um, yes. You know, so and also he he, he he sort of seems like the loser because people made fun of his hobbies and he didn't know how to handle it as opposed to like, I absolutely am useless as a human. So maybe she'll bring out the, you know, once the cool kids start liking stuff, it's cool all of a sudden. Yep. And you're like, how come I got bullied for playing Pokemon in middle school? But now that anyways, that's not a personal story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that's very fair, and that's what I, I I will say that it was my initial impression. It's like, oh, the doll and the cosplay—that's a cool connection that they might have. But then the PV came strolling in, where suddenly she's like, oh, like let me pull my shirt. I'm dude for I'm glad you. you yeah, you if I had a nickel, if you could be a, a visual, if you're not listening on the visual platform, you're lucky. But she's like coming up yeah. to him like, oh, if you want like, to see more, check out on? Pat's OnlyFans. Yeah, seriously. Um, sick shirt. Look what up. Look what my favorite winter twenty twenty two anime is gonna be. Except, who knows if it's actually coming out or not because they haven't fucking told us anything in three months. Rest Holy peace, shit! Ruby. Rest in peace. Well, rest in peace, Rooster Teeth. Ruby will get picked up by somebody. I'm sure it's a popular enough series, but that's a whole different thing. I would say. So I already said I would recommend this to people who like rom coms. Give it a shot. Um. Again, I'm just very, I, I I've become numb to anime almost yep. at this point. You know, like I am too suspicious of certain things. And yeah, there you go, Miles. What do you think? Would you? Uh, I think you already kind of said it, but you recommend? Yeah, it? I I will be checking this out if you know after three weeks you and repeat say like this is pretty good. I did quickly just scope out the PV. Um, whoever animated this. Um, has almost as much of a foot fetish as the uh, vampire cosmonaut people have a mouth fetish. So that is the thing <laughs> to look forward to. I didn't uh, even notice it, so there you job. go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't even notice the foot fetish thing, so there you go. That's another uh, weird thing that might have, but we'll see. Again, who knows? Did you watch PV1 or 2? Two? 2. 2, okay, that's the one I watched too. Good. Interesting. But all right, that is our recommendations for My Dress Up Darling or Sono Biske Dolwa Koi Wosuru. Wow, good job, Pat. Um, our next show is a banger. Uh, is it? It's our most anticipated season two of this podcast, I'd have to say. That might, might be right. <laughs> it might be right because it's the only season two that we're talking about That's tonight. That's true. Um, not a lot of a synopsis to go off of either for me here. So I'm going to have to remember everything that happened in this show, but that is the legendary mobile game uh, show princess connect redive. And uh, the only reason it's on this list is because I watched season one all the way through for some God. I think that was back when I was still stubborn and I said that I wouldn't drop shows that I started. Um, and I started the show when it first aired. Uh, it's basically about, a guy, protagonist, self-insert, so self-insert that he doesn't have a voice or a memory or any way to speak other than grunts and nods and smiles. But he 
basically gets help from a bunch of these these other girls that are shown in the PV and they go to rescue the world together or something. It's like I really don't know how else to describe the show, but um I wouldn't even call it a guilty pleasure for me either because it's not that fun. Again, I just suffered through it because I was so stubborn. But season two is coming, and you know what? They did dangle right at the end, right in that last episode. They dangled uh, that, hey, we might have a story here. And that, and I caught my attention. I was intrigued by the uh, the way that they took probably the best character from the show, uh, the, the orange-haired girl. I think her name's Pe- – um, what is her name? Uh, Pecorine. I, I was right. Yeah, Pecco or Pecco-chan, whatever they call her. They dangled that, oh, she might be the real princess and that she might have some powers that aren't shown yet in the show or whatever. And I don't know. I, I feel like I've talked you guys to, to sleep at this point <laughs> because it's so boring of a show and it's terrible. It's literally a show made to sell a mobile game. Why did I let myself watch this in the first place? Like, oh, my God. Oh, terrible. But yes, uh, what do you guys think about Princess Connect Redive Season 2? Uh, for me, I've seen clips of the show where cute cat girl goes, yeah, and I was like, oh, that's yes. cute. Let's move on with my life type of thing. Where I was like, oh, that was a cool three second clip. I got I got the gist of the show. Um, I probably it, it seems like it's on my alley. Just nobody that I know that's watched it like likes it. Uh, so it's like really hard for me to like jump into a show where everyone's just like, yeah, it was pretty mid, like that type of thing. It's like, yeah, I'll just, I'll skip it. I'm surprised I got a second season just because it is a gotcha game. But then I know Crunchyroll is pretty behind it. So I'm sure Crunchyroll is dishing out some bucks to make it some more promotional stuff. So I'm going to guess pretty bland story. It looks pretty, but I mean, it's, it's a promotional tool to, for the gotcha game. So to me, this is a pass. I have no interest in watching season one to watch season two, unless for some reason it just comes out of nowhere and it's just like the greatest thing since sliced bread. But I highly doubt that. So if I eat my words later, maybe. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So season one was, was a 7.03. <laughs> Mal, what? what is wrong with people? My God. Um, the studio two uh, is... Uh, Psy Games Pictures, which the only things they've made are Princess Connect, and then they've made Blade Runner Blackout 2022, which was one episode. Um, and then... Another gotcha game. Another gotcha game. Uh, friends or whatever. Yeah, a card game, actually. Based I, on think, card I think it's a gotcha game as well. So there you go. That's what they... Uh, it's almost like they're a studio created by a mobile game company. That'd be crazy if that's what the what? case was. No. Um, yeah, so this is going to be a pass for me unless you're someone who's as stubborn as me who has also started the show. Uh, Miles, you are one of those things. What do you think about this show? <laughs> yeah, as a big fan of Princess Connect Redive, <laughs> I... <laughs> um, yeah, no, I would rather die um, oh my. than watch this show. I, I, I mean, it just looks so... so... I mean, you have, like, your Derry Derry girl, then you have, like, Kudere girl with, like, you know, the short hair, and then you... Ha- it, it, it's just, like, it's so cookie-cutter, you know? It is, it is. It's literally the most, like... Everything that happens in the show is so obvious, and it's just like, oh, God. Yeah, I, I don't... 
like I prefer my gotcha games to be like connected to a franchise and like not the other way around, so I'm gonna have to pass. Yeah, well, we just need Fate Grand Order the anime. Imagine if they took all the characters from Fate Grand Order and made an anime about them. You know, that'd be crazy. Damn. Or made like some story. Yo, you're that onto something, them. bro. You know, I might be onto something. Well, um, my favorite gotcha game, Pride of Orange. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Go, go Dream Monkeys all go day. Go Dream Monkeys. Yeah, speaking of... Um, damn, I can't make a connection to the next show, so I'm just going to pretend I oh, did. I can make a princess connection to the next show. Well, yes, that would have been obvious, but no Dream or Monkeys or Hockey in this show, at least as far as I know. But the next show that we are talking about is... The Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt, or Tensai Oji no Akaji Koka Saisei Jutsu. Um, thank you. Um, or, I, I can't, I don't know. Thank arigato? You <laughs> yeah, arigato, sure. That's, there's some sort of racism in there somewhere. I don't know. Is there? Um, <laughs> <Kazutai> is German. <laughs> like, oh! Like so you said arigato. I I'm sorry, I was looking at an anime girl. My bad. That's my bad. So anyway, the next show anyways, that we're the watching. Next show is, I can't believe it. we're terrible at this. Uh, you'd think after two years of doing this together we'd be better. Um It ain't easy being a genius. Prince Wine is ready to commit treason, and who can blame him? Faced with the impossible task of ruling his pathetic little kingdom, this poor guy just can't catch a break. But with his brilliant idea of auctioning off his country, this lazy prince should be able to retire once and for all, or that was the plan, until his treasonous schemes lead to disastrous consequences, namely accidental victories in favor of his people. Uh, yeah, so this show... This show, the guy tries to get rid of his country. And again, I watched the PV for this because I was like, what? Like, how is this a different show from Realist Kingdom or whatever it was that happened last season? He tries to sell the country and intentionally tries to get his soldiers killed in battle, like sending them to a like 300-esque, you know, like, like situation where there's no way they come back and win, but they win. And then suddenly he's a hero and suddenly he's he, he's like, you know what? Maybe this country is worth saving after all. And he tries to, like, figure it out. Um, I, I don't know. This show, to me, it caught my eye because it's like the art looks nice. It's done by um, Yokohama Animation Lab, which recently did um, Miru Tights as its most. Yeah, <laughs> boy. And you know how I feel about your tight uh, tights or whatever the hell it's called. Um, it says they did something for Jujutsu Kaisen, but it doesn't look like they they did an O and A for the manga or something. I don't know. Um, not a big studio to say the least. Um, so yeah, this is a this is a show that we were going to talk about. Pete, what what did you have to say about? Yeah, because we, <laughs> we, we actually had we actually had this show and Realist uh, Hero season two on like our list. I'm like, well, they're the same show. Like, we don't need to like talk about two shows about like I don't know, like a diplomat running some fantasy style like country. Um, 
to be honest, what you just described to me sounds really bad. Um, I think if I had to pick between this or Realist Hero, I would probably watch Realist Hero, even though that show is pretty mid as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you saw like the PV, um, like text that they use in the PV video. It looks exactly like Konosuba. The land that they use looks exactly like Konosuba, which is kind of like an on-running joke in terms of like that fantasy style where just all the cities look the exact same. Circle encampment with a river running through a type of thing. Yeah, this show is just like, I don't know, it looks generic. Um, I'll give it like the three episode watch thing. This season is filled with like really, looks like really average fantasy slash isekais. And I mm. don't really see how this one's going to stand out from the rest. So I'll give it the old three, I'll give the old college try. Uh, I can see me dropping this really fast. How about you, Miles? Speaking of the old college try. Let me explain to you the path to success for this anime. When you gave me this um, plot, um, I thought of Alex Moran from Blue Mountain State. Oh, oh that's a good one. I like that. So, it won't. But if this prince's shenanigans are similar to Alex Moran's desire to stay the backup quarterback for Blue Mountain State. Is he third string? Uh, no, he wants to be the backup okay. because when you're third string, he gets demoted to third string and then he finds out no one will sleep with a third string quarterback. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it's that's just right. like hell. Um, so, but um, that is... It's such a good show. <laughs> I know, it's so funny. Um, but like, if it has, I don't know... And not like exactly that kind of humor because they're not going to have people doing like a bunch of cocaine in this anime. But God, I wish they were. How <laughs> freaking cool would that 10. be? Ten out of ten. <laughs> um, Thad Castle just is in this show. Um, we need more Thad Castle characters in anime. I know. Um, but like, if I there's a way that if this is well written and humorous because it's a comedy, so I don't really care what the premise is, if that makes sense. As long as they do a good job writing the comedy and it's not super over-reliant on dumb anime tropes that completely ignore its premise, then it could be good. Um, am I super hopeful looking at it? Uh, no, but you don't judge a book by its cover, so maybe it'll be good. I, I'm with Pete on the the three-episode sort of give-it-a-go. I'm more of like a one episode, maybe 10 minutes kind of guy. Yep. Um, so, but I, I think I will at least put this episode on if I'm early enough to it, or if Pete doesn't say it's awful, um, Which I'll give it a will. go. I was going to yeah. say, I feel like you're more, Miles, you're more of a wait until Pat or Pete puts it on and then decides that it's good or bad before you even consider trying this. But, but fair enough. I, I don't know. I mean, it is... It does have the potential to be Konosuba in theory, right? Like, it does, but I don't know. I just don't see it. Let me it check its light novel score and see if it's... Oh, uh, oh, dear. Anywhere near Konosuba's level. But my other problem with it, it's the same reason why I don't really like the Realist Hero. On the front picture, the front eight people, seven of them are girls. Guess what? We're going to have a random harem that is not needed. Uh, the light you novel, but... 7.38. Yeah, it's not great. Um, Konosuba, looking at it, would have that same issue. The fact that Konosuba mostly avoids the whole harem issue is 
um, a borderline miracle, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I guess I'm comparing this to Realist Hero, which was Their really... covers are one-to-one. They're yeah. identical. It's which so was... funny when you look at them. It was really fun because it was, like, not cookie-cutter, like, harem fantasy bullshit. It was, like, uh, like behind the scenes of being, like, a diplomat in an isekai world. I was like, oh, this is great. And there's, like, guess what? Harem. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, so, guess what? He has a second fiance now now he has a third fiance yeah. so and just like, like, just like jesus christ you, the whole point of the show was to do something different and he just made it the same got a really good feeling that this is going to be the same which it is fine be. if you like that it's just like i need give me add something a little bit different please that was talked about in on taste recently where they were just like oh my god everything's all the same now and it's like the amount of anime are increasing in like bulk number but like the number of anime that like try anything is like staying the same but it's it feels more diluted so it's like it's kind of like a bad feeling because it feels like less even though it's the same because such a higher percentage of them um cookie cutter that's that's when we get a show like ranking of kings and it's just like wow this show is like nothing that's ever been seen before in anime and it's just it's, it's a breath of fresh air but it's like guess what Guess what light novel fantasy you want? We're gonna give you a seven of them this season. And yeah, this is I one. Of, this is one of seven. I'm gonna say this I, is. <laughs> I, this is like borderline hard pass, but like, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna try. That's my recommendation. Is I'm going I to think try. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Speaking yeah. of kings, by the way, what's uh, what's our next show that we're talking about? Oh, uh, do you want to move on to the next one? I I thought I already gave my. I thought we already all gave our yeah. hard pass cool. or not. Yeah, That's we'll pass fair. this along. I think this one Miles might actually be interested in because it's a spinoff of Shakespeare. It's called Requiem of the Rose King. The crowd of England has been royalty contested throughout history and the Middle Ages, a series of great civil wars became known as the War of the Roses. Climbing its right to the throne, the Duke of York seeks to unseat Ken- Henry VI and the heir in order to become king himself on a dark filled, on a dark day filled with many ill omens, the Duke gains a son, Richard Third of his name, neither male nor female, but instead possessing characteristics of both sexes. Richard III is immediately relieved by his mother. Her hatred defines his childhood. I don't know why it says his childhood. Leading to a deep disgust towards his own body and adverse reaction to be called a demon. Richard grows up troubled by the visions of England's former foe, Joan of Arc, who taunts that he will bring ruin to all that knows him. I don't know why they keep saying he if it's neither he Because he's a son. He probably... That the Duke gains a son. Right, third I, of I, I just want people to know that I'm reading this based off the synopsis. Right, so uh, you he can be- identify as like you know the true, equipment doesn't matter. True, true. Uh, he believes yeah. that he can attain salvation by helping his father achieve his destiny by becoming the king. However, cursed by his expectations of both his mother and Joan, will Richard's actions instead drag his family down into darkness? This is a spinoff of Henry the Sixth, the Shakespeare uh, novel or whatever play. Um, yeah. Uh, unique, very unique for anime. I don't know if this is going to be good or not, but it's, I don't really see shows like this all that often in anime, especially when one of its like tags is gender bender, I think, or whatever it is. I don't know what it ever they do it. Gender bender is what they labeled it on mouse. So, uh, unique in that style, uh, Shakespeare, uh, last time I checked, kind of cool, kind of popular. So anime based on that is a plus for me. So I am, I'm definitely intrigued by this. How about you, Pat? Um, not at all. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know. I I thought the 
For one, it's done by JC Staff, which is usually a good thing. You know, they did stuff like uh, Golden Time and Pet Girl Sakura. So, um, so oh yeah, I guess they did Food Wars and Toradora too. Some of your other shows that you really liked. Um, yeah, they have some impact on my anime career. Oh, Prison School, hell yeah, that's I the big Prison one. School. I have the manga right behind me. There we go. So Prison School, they did that. Um, I don't know. I've never been a big Middle Ages guy. I'm a big historian or history guy, right? Like I majored in it and everything, but I've never liked Middle Ages. So I've never found Shakespeare or anything to do with like uh, Joan of Arc that interesting either, honestly. And the way they kind of just pull it out out of nowhere is kind of just weird to me in the synopsis. It, it, it like caught me at first, but then I was like, how does this make sense? Or why? What, like what? what's going on here? I, I don't know. I think it has the chance to be interesting but i also think it also it also has a chance to be very like romanticized and just you know like yuri yaoi baiting a bit you know like back and forth if that makes sense i i don't know um but i the synopsis did not interest me at all to be honest uh the title is cool requiem of a rose king i like that but um i don't know miles what about you uh, genres are action drama supernatural with an historical theme. Um, that means I will at least be giving this a try. Um, I, um, it feels like it could end up being kind of dull, but, um, I like the art shoujo which makes sense because it, it's a shoujo. It so, um, you know, I, I'll definitely give it a go. Um, but you know, I, I guess I, I get your, a, a lot of these historical things tend to be like a hodgepodge of things that don't necessarily mix together. So I, I, yeah. I could see being like, af- being afraid of that. Um, so, you know, how it'll play out, we will, we will see, but, um, I am definitely gonna, I'm glad I learned about this. Um, I'll, give it a watch yeah there's so many ways that this could go wrong but there's like only like one or two ways it could go right i think that that's the big thing for me um in terms of like the 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 way that they combine these different parts of history and also this gender fluid or whatever and it's like they say it's a character that possesses both sexes and it they appear to be able to appear male or female given uh, like how they dress themselves or how they present themselves to someone so maybe they'll take that and make it a a serious part of the plot that they're able to play both sides or maybe they'll make it a joke or something that's hardly referenced or a fan servicey thing and then the manga is pretty highly rated yeah i think the fact that it is uh, a shoujo um makes it less likely that the um androgyny of our main character will be used for laughs and um fan servicey sort of things i tend to see that in more uh male targeted demographics yeah (laughs) yeah i think if this was original i would be scared but considering that like it's manga has like an 8.1 that's usually a good sign at least that it could be decent and yeah like miles said shoujo not shonen so I think it's going to emphasize the characters more than the actual like characteristics of the person. So I don't know. I I like I like even if it's bad. I like when uh, anime are like unique like this, where I at least want to go out and check it out. 
because sometimes I'm surprised by like what I what I read and what I watch, and this seems like something that maybe it's a four, maybe it's a nine, who knows? But the 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 synopsis intrigues me enough to go check it out. Yeah, it, at least it's not. Um, I grew up in a starter town, but now I'm in the last city, and also I was reborn as a monkey or something. Um, yeah, reborn as a robot here soon. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? That's uh, all right. Uh, you can point us in the right direction, uh, Pete, if you'd like on this one. Ooh, the next one. Well, okay. Well, I guess maybe this was a niche reference. Um, for those who live in the Northeast, there is an Orient point in yeah. the, uh, in did the Northeast. That. Did not get that at all. That's by far. <laughs> I, I, forgot, I forgot that that wasn't like a, a national landmark. Um, Orient point. But yeah, so this show is called Orient. So anyone who, from my area would have gotten that. Or maybe they wouldn't have because it wasn't that great of a reference. But <laughs> this show is called Orient. Shit, maybe you're the only one who knows. Apparently. I don't think so. There's a, there's a ferry service there. So I, I'd like to think a lot of people do. But anyways, Orient, the TV show produced by ACGT, which uh, looking at their shows that they've done, I actually do not recognize Initial D, fourth season. Outside of that, Accelerator, DSR, Irai, or something. They did Freezing, hello, one of the most, like, monumental, etchy anime of all time. Uh, How could I have forgotten? I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, they did that. They did. So not a very big studio, but this show is called, their synopsis is, five years ago, Musashi made a promise with his friend Kojiro Kanemaki that once they grew up, they would become samurai, form a league, and go on demon-slaying quests. But since then, things have changed. With demons now being praised and worshipped by society, the samurai are shunned and disgraced. Afraid of revealing his dream of becoming a samurai, he blends into the town's dogma and becomes a miner while secretly polishing his swordsmanship. Meanwhile, despite being a direct descendant of a samurai, Kojiro gives up on his uh, promise to his old friend. However, However... After saving Musashi from a near-death experience, his perspective shifts. Although still conflicted, Kojiro embarks on a journey with Musashi Musashi, in the hopes of figuring out his true feelings. Um, So yeah, basically, it looks like the genres are action and fantasy. uh, So it looks like it's like this futuristic world where, I guess, demons are part of life now. And again, samurai originally were meant to hunt them, but then... Now they've now they're kind of worshipped, almost like cult like it sounded like, uh, and the way the way it looked from the PV as well it looked very interesting, um, and yeah. So now maybe it sounds like they're going to be assassins or I don't. Know. So for me, the reason why this show caught my eye was samurai because I love samurai stuff, and it's uh, the colors were really nice on the promotional art too. Like I thought it was uh, like just flashy enough to be cool looking. Uh, but yeah, what do you guys think about this series? Have I sold you on it? Yeah, move over, Demon Slayer. The true Demon Slayer has arrived. Sorry, Tanjiro, my boy is Musashi. Uh, just kidding. Uh, Orient looks, I think on paper, it looks fun, um, especially with the success of Demon Slayer. That style of shonen I really enjoy. However, when I looked at its manga score, it was really bad. So... I have some issues, like, with that. The studio that's doing it hasn't done an anime in, like, three years, I think. I don't think they've done an anime since Accelerator. So, a little suspicious on 
I'm assuming this is like a side studio of some other studio type of thing. Uh, the pros, though, it's the author who did Moggy. I'm a big fan of Moggy. Uh, I thought that was a really fun, like, adventure-style show. And this looks very... You could tell, like, the author of Moggy did this. The characters look very Moggy-esque. Color palette looks really nice, really colorful, shiny. I'm a big fan of shiny. So, yeah, scared that it's probably going to be a dud. I'll watch it um, just based off the Moggy factor, to be honest. But I don't have, like, high hopes for this. Just based off what I've heard and what I've seen. How about you, Miles? I, uh, it really doesn't seem like my kind of show. Um, depending on how, um, I don't know, like, what, if it's less action-y and more about, like, how the society is and ch is changed and how they work through that and stuff like i i could probably like it it doesn't look like that's going to be the case um <laughs> not at uh, all it, it like very much reminds me of those like mid-2000s action shows with the color palettes yeah. and everything yeah. which i think could probably be nostalgic for like you or pat or someone who watched anime um from that era but uh i didn't um so this is definitely not something that I'm going to start off trying to watch or give the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Um, but if it turns out that it's, it's good. Um, it's not like I'm inherently turned off by it. It's just not worth the initial jump until I get feedback, which I feel like is what I've said about 80% of the yeah. shows we um, talked about, but um, it's because you don't like anime. Right? It's like because that. it's true. It's because I don't like anime and right. um, you know, if you do like anime, this guy's flame sword looks pretty dope. So maybe it does look it. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm in the same boat where I, I'm definitely not starting this. I'm not going out of my way to start it. Um, but like, you know, if I hear good things, uh, I, I'm definitely willing to do it. I guess. Like again, I just thought it was a, a show that was worth highlighting because, damn, those are that is a pretty damn cool flaming and sword. And a say. huge franchise, too. So when the author has his next work published, people are definitely going to come out and check it out. That's fair. There's, can I say one thing about the, like, the benefit of the doubt that I'm going to give? For, like, for like shonen shows like this, when I like look at their manga score and like it worries me, it also reminds me when I go back before JJK and before Demon Slayer had uh, anime adaptations, their manga scores were like 7.5s. Like, they weren't really highly rated manga until the anime came out and boosted it. So, I do think there's a chance, like, in modern age, where Shonen, the studio can raise the, the like, the, the quality of the show. I don't know if this is the studio for it, where JJK had MAPPA and Demon Slayer had Ufotable, which are, like, S-tier studios. I This studio is, like, a, you know, like... I don't know, if you have like a little black book she, and she's the last number in that book, that feels like what the studio is. So I, I'm a little concerned, but I do have like a little bit of hope that maybe the studio can raise its quality. Yeah, well, there we go. Um, let's uh, let's move on to our next show. I could not think of a quick transition sure. either to that. Transition. Okay, this one, this one's a me show. This one's 100% a me show. It's called Akabi Sailor Uniform. Akabi lives out in the countryside with her family. She won an entrance exam to a prestigious academy for middle school girls. And now she wants to do two things, wear the school sailor's uniform and make a hundred friends. Uh, so it's like Komi-san without the romance. I checked, I checked this because the, um, 
the the promotional media picture looks very yuri like it's yes. not it is nope. not yuri in the least bit this is a super super wholesome uh manga that's now going to be an anime if you ever saw the show hioka the main character reminds me a lot of chitanda who is one of my favorite girl characters in anime i absolutely adore chitanda so i'm really hoping that this style of show where it's more focused on you know what if komi could speak and that's kind of like what i'm hoping for um just a very slice of life heavy show of making friends because there was was it hattori bochi i know neither of you guys saw hattori bochi hattori bochi was the same style of show girl shy uh wants to make friends it's her adventure of making friends adorable fun show hoping that this is similar as well done by cloverworks looks very very pretty as long as it doesn't get a second season i think this will be a very enjoyable you know seven out of ten show that's kind of the vibe i'm getting pat your thoughts on akabi sailor uniform uh yeah um i thought it looked interesting too like the premise the synopsis reads really nicely like oh she only wants to do two things this cute ditzy thing and then make a hundred friends which is like a hard thing impossible thing to do but like it's like cool she has goals like that's the, like that's the it sets up to be like a cool premise so to speak but i watched the pv and i'm gonna kind of disagree with you on the yuri baby thing i don't know maybe i just see um things saw things differently but i i thought it was very like the girls are too shiny you know they're very very shiny but you know they're too anime they're they're a little too anime for me um a little too like going into it i remember watching the pv2 and i was again it was like the the premise is cool but i also don't see how i could be hooked on this show for 13 episodes to be watching it you know like yeah. I, I think i would i'd get bored very quickly and get annoyed at again maybe it's not as yuri Beatty as something like um i don't know citrus but um i don't even know if that's yuri Beatty. i just think that's straight up no, yuri. well that's fair uh well my point was that there's not actual girl love in your oh, yeah or, yeah, so, yeah so there just does it that very was, poorly so that's kind of what my that was a, a joke thanks for explaining my joke though Pete. Got it made you, it funnier got you, it made Pat. it a lot funnier um People are laughing it helped me it helped you uh, yes I that's I, fair it's a large part of our audience doesn't like anime just like me that's and true so, yeah um so yeah I, you know never mind i'm glad you explained it uh or even more glad i already said i was glad you explained it but um yeah i don't know i don't see this being anything i'm too invested in at least you know like again maybe i'll watch a clips of it or something if they pop up on my timeline but I, I can't see myself watching this week to week ever even if it does come out that it's like a great show what about you though miles what do you think um yeah i you know pete i'm just so glad for you that this show is coming out i'm so season. happy <laughs> you know um it, you know, I, I went to high school once and I had a pretty normal high school life. And so a show about someone just going to high school and doing a normal high school thing, it just doesn't. Why? You know, um, <laughs> that's. Uh, I need I need some sort of like hook, you know, and uh, the show doesn't really seem to offer one, which I know is like a lot of people's jams. Um but it, it just isn't mine. I will ask, um, do movie sequels count? 
as sequels because in that case cloverworks does an okay job because the bunny girl senpai movie it does an incredible job actually and no i i know this yeah so pete has made this joke twice now that cloverworks sucks at sequels i i mean it's hard to all the things that you think that they've sucked at are hard to follow up and be better than they suck at sequel shows they just have the one right they have literally just the one wondering priority that is an episode of season one that it had to be... It was supposed to be two parts. They... Yeah, and then they got cut down to yeah, one it, episode. I, I, it's not yeah. their choice. It, like, it, no. it, it, it's an episode of That's why I'm one. saying, as long as there's not more after season one by Cloverworks, it's okay. I think I that think you're just really you. hurt by The Promised Neverland, I, and no, like, Wonder I Egg. understand. I Wonder, Egg. Wonder Egg is the same season, Pete. Like I'm, by I'm all heard, all functionality, additional content. I so like, but if they hadn't had to delay and put in that recap episode, right? Then you would have just had exactly what we had tied up in one. No, 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 Miles, you are mistaken. Wonder Egg Priority was set to be a two core twenty four episode show. Yes, they delayed they delayed it and then cut the second half and made the second half into one episode. Um. Okay. Yeah. I don't see that being their choice, though. I I don't know to me, but either way, uh, yeah. So we can still say, "Ha ha!" Promised Neverland season two sucked. Ha ha! Even though it didn't suck. Ha 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 ha! And then also, you darling, are the vast vast minority on that table. It sucked. Way. It was oh man, it was worse than season one. Wow, that's really hard. Like not that hard to be. So Did he get a five four three. Yeah, it's a five four three. Ten. That's my point. It's worse than season one, which is so hard to do. I don't know. I just think we rag on it too much. I don't think it was that horrific um, of a slaughter. But apparently everyone else disagrees with it me. It was. 5.43, I guess you can't argue that. I think I gave it a 7? You gave, I gave it, it an 8. I gave it a 7. I gave it a 7. Uh, maybe. I'll maybe go I back got, to the episode. <laughs> maybe I got bullied into changing it to a 7. I, I think on its own it was fine. Uh, but either way, that's uh, Cloverworks that we're making fun of. Uh, even... Yeah, uh, I, I kind of like their. I love their their catalog too. Yeah, so I, I think it's like pretty good. It is really good. Well, now that we buried them, uh, and we've killed them, Pat. Yes. Why don't we go into our next show? Sure, Pat. That's a great idea. The next show is Karoshi I or Love of Kill. There you go. Tied that one in nice and easily. The silent and stoic Chateau Dankworth. That's a great name. It's a bounty hunter. Oh, it's it's a her. Her target, Son Ryang Ha, a notorious killer known for killing 18 high-class officials in a single night. Um, That wasn't a full sentence, but whatever. Apparently it was. To this day, his murder remains swift, efficient, and bloody. However, after Son, Son Ryang Ha overpowers Chateau in their first encounter, he reveals his own intentions. He too is after her, aiming for her heart. Son Ryong Ha's attempts to catch her eye are quite unique, to say the least. He offers gifts to her in the form of her current targets, tied up and battered, and will do anything to spend more time together. Reluctantly, Chateau goes along with this act, and so begins the cat and mouse game of love between two killers. Um, <laughs> so this is done by uh, Platinum Vision, 
uh, who have not done a lot of shows either. They've done Servamp, Devil's Line, uh, Kono Oto Tamare. Yes, sir. Is that the the show about the 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 string instruments the or whatever? Yeah. Or the Koto. It looks like it's called yeah, the in Koto. This. Yeah. Um, or in English, it's Koto. I guess I don't know. Um, yeah. So they haven't done a lot of shows, but they, I don't know. This show to me caught my eye because I was like, oh. What a cool title. Love of Kill. You know, like that sounds like a Tarantino movie or something. Uh, so it caught my eye. The synopsis reads like it could be a good comedy, but it's defined as an action romance, Jose, on, on Mal. That those are the labels that they went with. So I'm not so sold on it anymore. I, I don't know. It's it's weird. It, it, like I want it to be more comedy, I guess, than than. um than action does that make sense what, what do you what do you think pete i'm getting like mr and mrs smith vibes type of thing you know like two assassins and uh you know they're on opposite sides but they fall in love and how do they handle this like entrapment of whatever i don't know it just seems honestly the premise sounds super dumb but the action romance jose you know this is obviously targeted to women so it's obviously targeted to me. So I am thoroughly looking forward to this show. I, I think it looks really fun. It's probably gonna be dumb. I'll probably go, I don't know. I just, I just like the tags. I like the, the, the stupid spy premise. I'm a sucker for that stuff or whatever assassins. I'm a sucker for that stuff. I, I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch this show for sure. Miles. Yeah, I gotta say, um... This this is interesting to me. Um, I think that you know um, nothing in my love life. What has helped me out the most is felonies, but like targeted um, so that they're like kind of cute when you do them. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'll watch this. I yeah, think it. Let's go. I, I, yeah, like I. I I think it, like, I kind of hope it's, like, melodramatic and, like, over the top, like, you, you know, like, like if, as she's falling for this uh, serial killer guy, um, like, I just sort of hope that the situation, like, I don't want this to, I don't want them to try to explain it. I just want him to be mysterious and evil and she's just kind of into it for whatever fucking reason and they just go in on that, yes. like... Like, I don't think it needs to be a comedy, but I want it to be kind of campy. Um, well, she's just a murderer that gets paid, though. She's a bounty hunter for, like, criminal organizations. So according to the... I did a little bit more reading just now. The guy caused a stir in the underworld by killing a bunch of people. And so that means... Which means, like, a lot of criminal organizations want his head. That's probably who she was hired by, right? So... I don't think, it, and apparently she has like a, a mystery, mysterious past or something too. So I don't know. I think it could be, it could be fun. I, the name Chateau Dankworth, like what a name for a woman to have. <laughs> Chateau Dankworth. It's like, oh. oh my God. I, I love it. I Chateau love is it. a great name. Dankworth. Oh God. Was, <laughs> I don't know when the manga came out, but like, was it, you know, is, is that predate? Dank being that's a used good question. To describe me. October, October 2015, so I don't think so. But a 7.66 is a pretty good rating for a manga, I think. Uh, or at least not terrible. Um, 
I, I think it'll be uh, it'll be a good to give it a try at least. I don't know. There's a supporting character named Jim, so that's pretty cool. You know, Jim's a good name. Um, I love. Jim. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> it's just, just Jim. It's just Jim. It's just Jim. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna say I, um, I'll give this one a go. Same. See, has the director done anything famous? Let's see. Sorted by score. Helsing Ultimate, he did an episode for. Other than that, nothing that famous, it looks like, unfortunately. So, who knows? Maybe this will be a, a little secret sneak hit. Um, you know, a, a show that no one talks about. But, Pete, you have a show uh, for us to talk about next. Yes, uh, yes. That everyone will be talking about. Everyone will be talking about it. We are talking Attack on Titan... Attack on Titan, the final season, part two. All right, that's all we had. <laughs> Pat, you're up next. <laughs> okay, on to our next show. Um, let's uh, let's change the worlds a little bit and go. Let's go to our. Second aquarium show of the past six months. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a a minute. No, it's not an aquarium show. Damn it. This show is called Leodale no Daichi Night or World of Leodale. And Miles, I want you to open up the mouth for it right now. And I want you to look at that promotional art. What does it look like she's doing? Uh, God, this is the scuba diving one, right? Yeah, it looks like she's scuba diving and petting fish and underwater, right? It does. I mean, she has a wetsuit on. She's yeah, petting everything. fish. I guess scuba diving is a lie. More like snorkeling or something. Or free diving. Something. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, let me read you the synopsis now. New beginnings in familiar lands. After a horrific accident put her on life support, the last vestige of a fr- a freedom for K- Akena Kagami was in the VR MMORPG world of Leodale. I gotta say it like they say it in SAO with like the really Japanese accent. Um, Next time, I will. Uh, when she wakes up in the body of her game avatar, though, Kana, now Kaina, or Kana, spelled differently, finds that the worries of her old life appear to be a thing of the past, but somehow this new land doesn't seem to be quite the Leodale she remembers. Uh, so yeah, that synopsis doesn't really tell you much, right? This, oh, generic. This is an isekai, by the way. It's not an aquarium show. We lied to you. But so does the cover art, so we don't feel too bad. Um, I watched the PV. I watched both PVs because I was like, did I miss something? No, they, there is, there is so much generic isekai stuff that happens in the PVs that it, like, this, this is the isekai of all isekai. You know, it's crazy. It, 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 I don't know how else to describe it because they don't, ever show her near water they don't show the accident they don't talk about what happened she just says oh i woke up in the in a different and oh i woke up in my game world but something seems different oh by the way i have been a sleeper i've been around for 200 years now so this is what's different um like oh i have children in the world by the way that are not kids anymore i don't know there's just so much random shit that happens in it I don't know how else to describe it. Am I intrigued? A little bit. Well, you know, a little bit. I this comes off to me like uh that show from God, what was it, two, three seasons ago now, where it was the 
I've killed slimes for 300 years or whatever, and now I'm that was that was like level. two seasons ago. <laughs> I said two, yeah, two or three seasons ago, you right? Said yeah, years. okay. Did I say years? Yeah. Shit. I meant I meant seasons, I gotcha. but it, it felt it may have felt like years because I've been yearning for a show like that, you know, uh, another one. But no, I don't know. The show feels the exact same as that, uh, except, you know, instead of being aware that she's killing slimes, she's just suddenly, oh, it's 200 years later and now the world is different and now I have to go save it or something. I don't know. Um, Pete, what do you think? Uh, I mean, it's like Isakai Mother's Rosario, right? Like, she's dying in real life and then she gets sucked into her VR and now she gets to live her life as a, a uh, as an elf girl. Uh, but yes, I got Killing Slimes vibes 100%. It's like fantasy slice of life adventure, which is exactly what Killing Slimes was. Guess what? I enjoyed Killing Slimes. It was a pretty fun show. Uh, no, I do not have high expectations for this. I'm I'm thoroughly just looking forward to like a fun fantasy slice of life, and that's what I hope I'm going to get. So that's that's personally like what I'm seeing, and that's hoping what I get. How about you, uh, they have done. Sorry, just to interrupt real quick. They have done nothing to the studio's Maho film. They have done shows that look identical, like the same all art style, yeah. where it's like all fantasy slice of life um nothingness nothing above a 7.08 rating and that's even on the second season so there you go like that's how i don't know not good vibes miles what do you think yep the light novel um has 764 members it isn't even enough to be scored on mal um so i oh god i mean my hope would be that this is all kept intentionally vague uh, because previews can spoil things sometimes. And like, maybe you don't want to do that, you know, like um, what is different about the world? Maybe that's like a whole hook or something. Um, You know, is this going to be generic? Yeah. Well, I watch like one or two episodes to ensure that it's generic. Uh, No, but Pete will, and then he'll, he'll let me know. You know, so just in case it isn't, I can, I'll start it up. Um, I, I The art is just really nice, like in the it promotional is. material. And I, like, I want to like it and I want to have faith in it. And I don't. <laughs> I, I, I'm in the same boat. That's why I even brought it up because I was like, oh, it's so pretty. Like the girl's cute. But then also the art itself is just nice. It looks nice, but it's just how it's like floor is super low and it's ceiling from what we've seen so far is not that high. You know, it's just not, maybe not worth the investment, at least in my eyes either. I, so I, I, hope it, I hope it's like a six or a seven. That's what I'm hoping for. If it's See, a six, I, and that's not I, worth I, watching. Yeah. Me, I, if it's like, a, I, I agree. I like my, I like my chill shows where I just like, you know, rough day at work or whatever. And I just want to watch something where I can like giggle to. It doesn't have to be good. It's, it's fine. It's why I like, like fast and the furious movies. It's like, it's fun. Yeah, I definitely good. get Fast and the Furious vibes from this. Um, I mean, okay. <laughs> um, I I'm just yeah, no. To make an I, no, I, I know what you're saying. I guess like my thing is that like if I wanted to watch, you legitimately could take every like six to seven isekai, right? Yep. And have a one to ten scale on them. There's yep. enough of them with enough minute variation that. There's probably, like, if you want that show, Pete, we looked at, like, legitimately two shows already that might just be this show, but better. Yeah, but, um, I watch, but the difference is, like, I watch, like, 30 shows, so 
it's cool to have this show on Monday, Wednesday, and like Saturday. Okay. Well, as long as you acknowledge that you're part of the problem, yes. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, of okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know if you see, but I have <laughs> Funko Pops behind me, and I've never been roasted <laughs> harder in my life, and I know I'm part of the problem. <laughs> that is. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mind Funko Pops. Figures are expensive, and it's fun to rep your thing you know like i i don't have an issue with people having um i don't know an accessible sort of <laughs> figure people were like, oh what about near droids and it's like i can afford those but they're like 80 bucks a pop or something yeah. like that's a lot for something that just sits there i should um, try not being broke i don't know um <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't mind my four thousand dollars of manga behind me you can my, be not broke and still not want to spend 80 bucks on figures funko pop yeah i'm yeah i don't have funko pops but it's not because i'm uh, i don't want to buy them or, or I, it's not because i i think that they're not worth the price i think they're not worth anything because they're i just don't think they're fun I think they're ugly. I don't know. Is that a hot take? No, that's a pretty lukewarm take. <laughs> I apparently um, not because I don't know. They're still popular enough to be everywhere. Like, I, Pat, you know what's worse than spreading COVID? Owning Funko Pops. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I found that out. Apparently, I mean, hey, you got what you were asking for. It was a good um, time. I had a blast. All right, so now let's uh, reel this discussion back in. Oh, Pat is on fire right now. Thank you. Um, we're going to be talking about Slow Loop. Uh, so you may be asking with a title like Slow Loop, what could that possibly be? When Hiyori, a young girl whose deceased father taught her the joys of fishing, headed out to sea for some alone time, she never thought that she would encounter another girl there. After a while, this girl, named Koharu, and her end up fishing and cooking together, and they get to know each other a bit in the meantime. Sorry, this is grammar. Why? How does Mal not have someone that speaks English well enough to proofread what they put? It's not like they have hundreds of anime every season. There's 30 to 40 anime. How do they not have someone read the synopsis and make it proper English? I'm sorry. That mini, mini rant over. Pat, Pat didn't realize that the person who normally did that passed away, so... Yeah. Well, they should hire someone else. They should take the salary that that person's not getting paid and pay it to the normal person or to the next person. True. But either way, I don't know. You could go on Fiverr and find someone to do it. Like, holy, I whatever. During their brief time together, Koharu finds out that the reason Hiyori went out to see that day was because she's hesitant towards meeting her new stepfamily that same evening. But what a coincidence! Koharu is also meeting her new family tonight. No, it can't be a coincidence. Follow these two sisters and their new life together. Oh, so I didn't realize this before reading it. So yeah, they're going to be, this is domestic girlfriend, but sisters that want to go fishing together instead of um, step-siblings that want to have sex and children together. That's weird. Um, <laughs> you know, that's slightly different. I like well, how that, that's the route you went. Not like, well, what laid, other not like laid back camp or something. It's well, no. no, that's the obvious connection. Like, it's, oh, it's laid back camp, but they go fishing. But my point was the the step-sibling thing. It's like, oh, haha, step-siblings. You know, what? what's a famous step-sibling anime, Pete? I don't know. Kiss this. Well, shit, I don't know that one well enough to talk about it. Or make uh, fun of it. If you want something that's slightly more incestuous than um, Domestic Girlfriend, may I recommend you kiss this? Yes. There we go. All yes. right, well. Oh, are they actually brother and sister in that one? 
No, they're steps. No, they're steps. But I think there's uh, two sisters. There's two sisters. Oh, correct. nice. That's even better. Just the more the merrier. But yeah, let's talk about cute girls go f- laid back camp go fishing. So, um, somebody watches this podcast, and of all the shows we recommend, they go watch Kiss Sis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please let us know in the comments below uh, what your personal score is and Kiss This on the eight, nine, or ten. Only three possible scores for it. Yeah, I can't see anyone um, giving it any lower. Uh, so the studio, by the way, is Connect. They've done Strike the Blood. They did Oriski, which is a pretty good show. Like. Uh, with Ponzi and everybody else. They did Senryu Shoujo, yes, which makes me even more excited for this potentially because I'm pretty sure looking at this, I'm is this a short form? Pete? I don't I thought, is, think I think the golf one is. I don't think oh, this one shit. is. Damn it, I hope this one's a 15 minuter because if it is and it's done by the same studio that did Senryu Girl, then I could see it actually being fun. Um otherwise, I don't know. I love fishing too. I I go all the time, but I is cute girls going fishing enough for me of a hook? Is that is that gonna really suck me in? You know, is that gonna oh. real just you know? I don't know. Uh, the drag knot might not be tight enough to to get me in. Uh, Pete, what about you? Well, maybe I can bait you with um, some qualities of the show. Um, I'm just really hoping that this is laid back fish, and instead of Pat wanting this to be 15 minute episodes, I hope these are three hour episodes. Uh, I can't get <laughs> I can't get enough. Um, in the in the picture that we used, the girl's shirt just says "fishing addict," and I find that hilarious. Um, yeah, I just hope this is just cute girls go fishing. I hope it's kind of funny or something like that, and I hope the girls have fun, and I'll have fun because I like that style of show. Laid back camp is my favorite slice of life. So, is if it's anything like laid back camp, I'm going to thoroughly enjoy it. You might as well give it anime of the year next year. How about you, Miles? So today my coworker told me um, that fish die by their own mouths. Um, and I thought that was like a really interesting expression um, for a completely uh, non sequitur uh, sentence here, Pete. Uh, this looks super fucking boring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, um, I just, I, I, I freaking can't like, I'll go fishing. I enjoy fishing enough. Fishing's, like, kind of boring, but, like, in a nice way. Because um, occasionally you get a reel in a fish. Um, and you get to, like, talk to people and, like, hang out on a boat or at the beach in the meantime. And sometimes relaxing is nice, I suppose. Um, sometimes. This takes all of the negatives of fishing, um, which is that nothing happens most of the time. <laughs> and takes out <laughs> the vast majority of the positives. And, (laughs) you know, like, there's like a 6% chance we end up watching this for Watch Club and I'm forced to watch it and I begrudgingly give it a a 7 or something. But like, um, I have, I have no plans on watching this at all. Yeah, my (laughs) other big issue going into it too, is that these aren't drawn like, these are drawn as very anime girls. If you catch my drift, you know, they're not drawn as like, they're very chibi-ish. Or yeah, might, their eyes are might, like... Some, some might say lolly-ish, you know? If you really wanted to go that far, you might even say they're lolly I mean, might. they're probably like Ted. Um, I thought I read their birthdays being like high school, but who knows? If they're only 10, then there you go. Cool. But I don't really care to watch 10-year-olds fish because they're not going to catch anything. Um, well, spoiler 10-year-olds can win the freaking 
Japanese hockey cup or whatever. So oh, I bet they're, like, they're I, like seventeen. Whatever. I bet they're junior something. high schoolers, aren't they? Like, yeah. it, no, they're high, they're in high school now. Oh, so they're thirteen to fourteen to fifteen, maybe. There Sorry, yes, of course. Uh, well, how could I forget? Uh, wow, 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 yay! Wow, right? wow, wow, victory, baby! Yeah, so everyone's giving this a ten, and it's a must-watch. Uh yeah, totally. Um, let's move on to a well, uh, in my eyes, a worse uh, sport, but okay. in some people's eyes, a more fun sport. Um, I think this is worse than soccer. However, I was definitely drawn in by the PV. It's called Futsal Boys. The franchise, the franchise story is set in a world over a decade after Futsal has skyrocketed in global popularity. The protagonist, Haru, watches the championship of the U18 World Cup. is inspired by a Japanese player named Tokarari. He joins the Kyo, Kyo Academy High School Futsal team with the goal of becoming a player like him. There he finds his friends, and together they face their rivals. Now, this sounds like a very stereotypical... Um, sports anime. However, when I watched the PV, if you've ever seen the movie Shaolin Soccer, it was definitely played up as like this Shaolin Soccer s soccer show, uh, or like um, Kyoko's Basket, maybe in terms of uh, anime sports references, where it's like very over the top, sometimes to the point where they maybe have powers. Um. Yeah, it looks really fun. I don't really enjoy watching the sport of futsal, but if it's over the top like this in anime form, it's something that I'm probably going to at least give a shot. We do have a lot of soccer anime this year. So before we get to like Blue Lock, which is like highly critically acclaimed soccer show, we're going to get Futsal Boys, which I also believe is a gotcha game or some form of mobile game as well. So Pat, how about your thoughts? Uh uh, so Pete, we're going full circle here. First off, uh, guess what show is made by the same studio that we just talked about recently? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's this is Studio Dio Media. They did Domestic Girlfriend, nice. so we came full circle with that. They've done Aho Girl, and they've done My Girlfriend's a Show Bitch. Oh, and sure. then they've also done Ahiro Nosora. So they have done sports anime in the past. Um. I hear Nozora sucked really bad. Yeah. Oh, well then, shit. I was going to say that that's good that they've done that because it's a comedy. <laughs> like, it's what you described. It's yeah, a comedy yeah, yeah. basketball show with more, a little bit like ridiculous powers, you know, yeah. like dunk, uh, ridiculous dunking and stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I'm i a goalkeeper, former goalkeeper in collegiate soccer, so maybe I'm a little biased against futsal because whenever we'd play it, I'd get my shit rocked because I wasn't allowed to be a goalie. I was allowed to be a field player, you know, so I never got, and that's not my strength, you know, dribbling and tight spaces passing. That's not my strength. My strength is kicking the ball really far and blocking it, you know, so I was never a big fan of futsal, so, and I don't even care to watch soccer anime, so watching a futsal anime sounds like even worse to me, but, um, I don't know. If you like sports anime and you've got nothing better to do with your life, which you probably don't if you like sports anime, then, uh, you know, maybe maybe give the show a shot. Uh, Miles, what do you think? Um, I don't really like sports anime and soccer is like my fifth favorite sport. So. Like, probably not. <laughs> um, this isn't soccer, by the way. It's futsal. Uh, what? Oh, Get God. It right. OK, I mean, my apologies. Like, yeah. What is I know. futsal? I literally so- don't. Don't yeah, so, so futsal is essentially soccer played on a basketball court, like a literal hard court for one. And then also 
uh, the rules are slightly different and worse. And I, I say they're worse, but I actually think they're worse. Because it basically, there are a lot of rules that limit the strategies that you can take, and it forces you to basically just dribble through people or uh, make really quick one-touch passes that, and then just rip a shot at the goalie from, like, three feet away. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, that's what futsal is. It's like soccer without strategy and, uh, or the, the, the cool stuff that makes the stuff that makes soccer cool, like the layers of strategy and formations that you can use And this. It's five V five. So there's no, not a lot of different formations you can use, you know? Okay. So it's like, yeah. Okay. Well, let me tell you futsal isn't even my sixth favorite sport then. No. It's... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm. You said this is based on a gotcha game. I I, I think it has some form of video game. Sources uh, mixed media. <laughs> yeah. So don't know what okay. that means. Yeah, I'm gonna pencil this one in as a skip, and <laughs> then I'm going to trace over the pencil with sharpie and laminate the piece of paper, and then burn it. So, <laughs> um. You know what? If Futsal Boys ends up having above an 8, I'll eat my words. But the show will probably be like a 6 8. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just not going to watch it. I think if it wasn't made like a Shaolin soccer, a Kuriko's No Basket, I would think this is just like a hard pass. But because it has that fun anime element in sports that sometimes I like if it, they do it correctly, I think it's worth, for me, if you like sports anime, I think it's worth a shot. Though my expectations are very low. They don't even have the goalie wearing number one. They have him wearing number five in the promotional art. Like, what is wrong with them? Do they not? Have they never watched soccer or compete? Never mind. This is futsal. Yeah, we just went over this. Yeah, we did just go over (laughs) this. If only futsal was like, yeah, soccer. Like, if only futsal goalies didn't also wear number one, like every goalie in every sport ever. Um, I don't know. Do we want to talk about the best sports anime from this yes. uh, from this season? Yes. Okay, well then let me tell you about somehow not the only show we're getting of this exact same type either this year, somehow. Um, let me tell you about Sarairo Utility, the girls golfing anime. Um, actually, there's no synopsis. There's no synopsis! <laughs> so, so I, so, uh, and, it is an origi- and the best part is it's an original source, so I've got no synopsis to go off of. You know what I do have to go off of, though? I have the studio, um, and the studio has done, uh, named Yostar Pictures, has done uh, Azur Lane, and They've, uh, they've only Arc done Gacha games, and they're only doing Gacha games, because I think they're also doing the Ark Knight anime, which is a Gacha game. Yes, there you go. So, so I'm assuming um, this is going to be a Gacha game down the road? Maybe. Uh, so this show... I it's watched the, the same PB studio for it. too, so it's possible that this, like, the gaming studio, like, owns this anime. Yeah, studio. that that would be my assumption. Yeah. Uh, so the PV for this was actually pretty nice. I so so there's been two shows that have been announced recently in the past like month or two of girls going golfing as the anime. There was this one, Sarai Utility, which the initial like promo art and like clip that I saw of it was like cute girls go golfing, whatever, like, that's, it's Yuru Camp, but they're golfing. Then there's the other one called Birdie Wing, which had a look, actually had, like, girls that don't just look like girls, that look like women, you know, like, grown women, 
and also had them actually playing like golf, you know, like on like a on like a nice golf course or whatever. Like it looked more like a serious, mature take on it, right? But we'll talk about that one next season when it comes yeah. out. So, um, this one, Survivor Utility, the PV did not look that bad. It really didn't. It looked like it was going to be like cute girls go golfing, but they're laughing about it more than you know, what you could expect where there's like, yeah, you know, after the swing, I, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, you know, where it, that was it's well like, done. thank you. Um, I, do you, do you get what I mean though? Where it's yes. like, Oh, ha ha. Look at this girl trying to play golf. Ha ha. Here it is. Like, no, this was actually like, looks like they know the sport. looks like they're competing. And again, this is where the one that's short form for sure. It's been yep. announced already. That's 15 minutes. I could see this being good. Like I could see it being, or maybe not, I shouldn't say good, but enjoyable in like 15 minute bits. I, I don't know. What do you think, Pete? Uh, yeah, I like the character designs of the three girls, uh, at least in the PV. I like the, like the, the, from what we've gotten, the little dynamics that we have, I think this will be a really enthorable short. I think it'll be fun to just turn on real quick and blaze through. There's probably gonna be an opening and ED. So this is probably gonna be like 10 minutes or something, 10, 11 minutes. Be a quick, easy, fun show and just move on with your day. Um, I, I, I'm looking forward to Birdie Wing way more than this, but this seems like it'd just be like a fun filler show. So, yeah, I will more than likely, even if it's bad, I'll probably still watch every episode because it's like 10 minutes. Miles. What do you think, Miles? Yes. <laughs> My bad. So, one, after some quick Googling, the company that makes this game and... Arknights and Azure Lanes is called Yostar Limited, so this is in fact a subsidy subsidiary of them that's just used to make anime to promote um, their games. They may have a game called uh, Mahjong Soul, so maybe we get a Mahjong um, <laughs> a- anime where cute girls play Mahjong soon. Um, that would be fun. Uh, this, well, you know what I think about this anime? My dear friend Pete here. I... Um, is a fraud and a liar. You're a so, coward. And I, <laughs> um, you know, I, he he told me once that he would he would consume some of my favorite media, uh, when they cry, and uh, he never did. Instead, he watches uh this show and things like this show, which we're all gonna watch and give a five, and it's gonna be like a five three on Mal and. The show is not going to be good. Um, it's by the creators. It's based on a gacha game. It's by the creators of Arknights and Azure Lane. There is nothing that makes the show seem like it could possibly be worthwhile, other than the fact that some people are very thirsty for a golf anime. That's why I'm looking forward to it. I mean, and also I will say too, I forgot to mention this when I did watch the PV, I just watched it again, like threw it on in the background again, the art already, like in the PV, I was like, Oh, it's not animated very well. (laughs) Like it's not sharp, I guess if you, but I I do like how flat it is. Like, it's not like shiny girls do, do cute things, but it's still not well animated. Like it's the edges are rough and, I don't expect if the PV looks like that, then I would expect episode 11 or 12 to be very, you know, pretty either, so to speak. But again, I think it could be fun. It could be stupid. Um, I don't know if they go with you for the hockey show, Pat. 
uh, that went terribly because the hockey bits were terrible. And also it was shiny love live yes. characters rather than this, which well, considering how well this company uh, treated World War II history, I'm sure. That oh, yeah. Bits will be very accurate. God, why couldn't Azure Lane have been a real anime, man? That would have been so fun. Um, yeah, hey, I guess getting, I will. We're getting Azure Lane, but in guns this year or this season as well in Doll's Frontline. So hopefully your best girl is M4A1. I wish I was uh, making that up. Um, I is there an AK forty seven girl? There probably is, and she's probably Russian. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's a really bold, uh, risky take to ha- for you to have there. Uh, we should review Doll's Frontline. That would been. Is that this season? Yeah, it's this season. Yeah, well, I honestly, honestly, would be just as good. I bet it has a synopsis. You know what? I'm going to search on Mal. I'm looking I, it up, too, because I, I didn't. It does. After the Third World War, <laughs> nations devastated by biological warfare no longer have the ability to protect the wastelands. So the defense of these territories is left to private military companies like Griffin and Kruger. It's Kruger, but spelled weird who's android soldiers or tactical dolls. Oh, let, 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 me, let me add the girl's frontline picture real quick on our stream so we can the actually ta- talk about it. Tactical dolls are tasked with fighting the rogue android army of the Sangvis Fairy. Now, M4A1, the indecisive but potentially capable leader of the elite anti-rain team, must protect her comrades in the series of operations to try and regain the upper hand against the Sangvis Fairy. Oh my god, there's an M4 SOP Mod 2. Oh, there's, there's an AR-15. There's M16A1. Okay, so it looks like they're all American guns. They are, or, may, I shouldn't say American. They, I should say, um, well, no, like, you. sorry, guns that the American military used, it seems to be. Um, and like M- American, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna well, most of the time. from that joke. <laughs> Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Yeah, no, I <laughs> was, got it now. Yeah, about the, the second character. The first character on the right um, was the... <laughs> um, looking at the characters and voice actors part of Mal. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you know what? I'm gonna... Here's a bold prediction I'm gonna give about Girls Frontline. Okay. Um, it's gonna be better than whatever the fuck that golf show was. Um, yeah, I'll Let's bet. bet. Let's bet ten dollars at the end of the season. I'll say that the girls' golfing show has a higher score in uh, Dolph yeah. Frontline. Okay, uh, I I'll do that as well. That's right. fine. Boom. Ten bucks. And um, so this is very interesting because the source for Dolph's Frontline is pending approval on Mal. It's not even like a, an official manga on Mal. It start and it was published in 2018. Apparently, I think it's a gotcha game. The the source for them there is no oh it's a manhwa it's a manhwa oh yes this is also being produced by an actual anime studio that isn't a subsidiary of the company that makes the gotcha game yeah um, look at all those great shows that they've done <laughs> it looks like they've done they've been around since the seventies um <laughs> wow they really have been around since the seventies oh, 
You want to know something interesting as well? This was originally called Girls Frontline, and they changed it to Dolls Frontline. Dolls Frontline, yeah. Interesting. I was like, I think there's already a gotcha game called Girls Frontline. Guess what? They're the same thing. This studio is tied to a movie from November 9th, 1944. Damn. Fuku-chan no Sensui-kan. Um, I, I, I'm happy with I, I might end up losing the $10, but I'm happy with the bet. Okay. <laughs> I, I think you'll lose it too because there's just not enough awareness for the show. And like, I feel like that hurts it. But God, it sounds like we have to watch both of them now to yep. find out. Like, we have to preview I mean, them. Both. I was planning on watching this show. <laughs> I just oh, didn't you think were? anybody wanted oh. to talk about it. Well, uh, let's talk about. Uh, something that we all clearly want to talk about more than girls going golfing. Pete, what is the final main show that we're talking about, or at least dedicating a segment to, yes. is what we should uh, say. Final main, actually, this is going to be a movie. Uh, it's the Fruits Basket Prelude that's going to be focusing around Toru's uh, mom and dad and how they met. If you know anything about me, I absolutely love Fruits Basket. Season 3 is a anime, anime of the year contender. Uh, I gave it a 10. I thought it was absolutely incredible. And just learning more about the backstory of Toru's mom and dad, because they are a pivotal point in Toru's story and her journey throughout the entire story of Fruits Basket, would be really cool because we don't get shows like, we don't get preludes like this in anime, really, especially in the form of like a decently budgeted movie. But Fruits Basket made such an impression as probably, I don't know, top three biggest shoujos of all time, I would say. Like Sailor Moon, Fruits Basket, and uh, something else are probably up there for like the most, I don't know, popular shoujos ever, I would feel like. Uh, yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying this movie, or going to enjoy this movie. More than likely, I'm going to ball my eyes out because I know what happens. Because, I mean, you, you find out in Fruits Basket the story. But it's just how Fruits Basket is presented is just so well done. I love everything about Fruits Basket. And this is also, you don't need to know Fruits Basket to watch this movie, uh, which is, I think is kind of cool that maybe this can introduce people to Fruits Basket if they're interested in um, a unique style of like shoujo drama romance. Um, Pat, how about your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, so I'm curious about this. Um, I guess I would go see it in theaters just because I'm starved of going to see movies right now, you know, like, um, but I, I don't know. I am curious, but I also like, because we know it, it, it like, it, can I it's say not, this? Spoil it's not a spoiler because we find out episode one of Fruits like Basket. episode one of Fruits Basket. We know the dad is going to die. And then we know, like, and then we know soon after the mom is going to die too. We don't know how they die necessarily, necessarily like so, to, like literally, like you know we how the mom seen... dies. That's true. You're right. We do know how the mom dies, but we don't know how the dad dies, right? So we like in theory, could be something shocking, could be something interesting, whatever. But like, I don't know. I'm always this way with prequels, though, unless it's about um, a completely new original character that then ties, like, sets up the story, so to speak. But I guess this has a unique original character, right? And the dad. I, I I know. Guess, like, I, I'm I'm curious about it. It seems cool. Um but... like the biker chick from Zombieland saga, like that's Taru's mom, essentially. Like she's a delinquent 
um, yeah. gets in fights, that type of style. And like, and, see... and the guy sucks her out of it, right? Like Correct. He, he, yeah. he makes her into a normal woman and, or, or makes her a responsible person enough to have a daughter and then have a um, successful family, yes. you know? Um, so I'm sure that would be fun to watch, but maybe I'm just fruits basketed out. I don't know. I feel, I was very happy with how the story ended and with how the, the show put together everything. So I didn't really, I don't know if this relief really was necessary. I don't think it was it, necessary, but I think for like fruits basket fans there, I think a lot of people are happy about this because they do play such a pivotal role in Toru's life in Fruits Basket, and we really only see it from her mom. We don't yeah. know anything about her dad, which I do think could add to the story of Fruits Basket, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I I agree. Um, I think, it, yeah, again, seeing her dad will be cool. Uh, I, I do have to say, though, and <laughs> it's going to come off as so pretentious, but the, the PV art or the promotional art uh, has the the footprints it's in the sand so that good. like sig that signify when they basically when they die like the father has no footprints in front of them the mother only has some and then toru has a bunch that's so that's so extra i don't I know love it i it's love it's funny it's very storytelling boom simple to the point i think it's i think it's incredible i loved it i i think this pv is it's so emotional because you see how happy Toru is and you know what happens in Fruits Basket. So I think it's so, so well done. Yeah, I don't know. I just saw it and I was like, hmm, okay. But like, you know, be a, be a bit more, uh, what's the word I'm looking, overt maybe about it? Like, I don't know. Like, like, oh, we get it. Okay, we get it. Yeah. She, like the parents die. We get yeah. it. Like, I don't know. I thought it was a lot. But anyways, uh, Miles, what do you think? So I, I regardless if I would have to watch Fruits Baskets or not, I'm like a pretty stubborn person when it comes to media order consumption. So there's just like no chance I would watch this before I watched all of Fruits Basket. I think you should watch Fruits Basket before watching this, too, because it won't have the same impact. Uh, and then also would not spoil Fruits Basket, because like we said, it's talked about in the first episode, but like. I don't know, maybe some of the reasons why she's so attached to her mother or why certain characters... I wouldn't understand basket. all the references and stuff, right? right? Like, yeah. and, I, and I, like, I, don't, I don't... That's the thing, I don't know until I watch it. If there's going to be, like, references like that. Where I, I think knowing the characters, like, in any way, like, well, helps. I, so I do... From what I've seen from the PV, I do really think that this is focused on just the two characters themselves. I don't think Toru happens until, like, late into the movie... I think this is just literally the dynamic between the mom and the dad, where it's kind of like its own story. Kind of like she probably talks about them in some ways in the show at some point, right? I mean, mm -hmm. her mom is like the biggest factor in her life, so she talks about her mom all the time. Yeah, so I think that like not having that background will make potential actions that her mom could take or decisions that her mom could take that people would be like, oh, this is when her mom does the thing, or this is the thing she was talking about in season two when she was whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, like I, I'm very min maxi with like my enjoyment sure. of media. So, um, like I would, I would want to just you know make sure that I, 
I have all of that. You gotcha. Know? I feel you. I, I think there's just like different strokes for different folks. I think some people are like you. They want to watch it in release order. I think some people will be fine watching this movie and maybe being like their entry into Fruits Basket. That's all. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think that. No, I, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I, I I'm legitimately weird about it. <laughs> uh, yeah so all right that's fair I, to me i think if you're a fruits baskets fan this is an absolute must watch i the, the the quality that fruits basket is is like just so good that anything that's fruits basket related i'm rushing out to go see so for me this is probably probably the only must watch i think of the entire season to be honest um I'd say, yeah, if you like Fruits Basket, then obviously you're going to want to go see this. Um, but I'll, you could also be weird like me, where, again, you're just like, I don't know if I need this. You know, I feel like Fruits Basket on its own. Like, do, do, did I need Boruto? I didn't need Boruto. Nobody needed that. <laughs> well, yeah, but we don't know if this is good or not. Like, is it going to be good? It might. It's probably going to be. But, like, did we did we need it? No. Um, but either way, again, I, I think it'll be good, though. I, I expect it. It's made by TMS as well, which is a studio that does. It's a huge studio, huge. one of the bigger ones. Uh, Dr. Stone, Relife. Uh, what's it called? Rent-A-Girlfriend. All of Fruits Basket, Megalobox, a bunch of other stuff that they've done that just they they have the reputation to at least do decent i think uh the good like or quality work whether the story's there or not is one thing but the the animation and the rest of it will be so um yeah so that wraps up shows that we really had to talk about uh or like it felt like everyone wanted to talk about uh in some way or contribute to uh pete do you have any shows that were not mentioned that you would like to throw out there yeah um season three of takagi san gonna be interesting season two of takagi san was really good i thought season one was just like whatever but season two was really good so i think season three is gonna be interesting johnny who is our takagi uh subject matter expert of the discord so this might be original um depending on what content that they pull so that'll be really interesting I know a lot of people are interested in Vanitas's the second season. I know a lot of the girls like the vampires, so there's that. There's also a whole bunch of mid-ass isekais are coming out that I didn't even bother mentioning. That I didn't even think would was worth mentioning, to be honest, because they all look the same pretty much. And in terms of that, um, in terms of movies, Goodbye Don Gleese, the Madhouse movie that looks absolutely breathtaking, is going to be cool, but I'm guessing we're not getting that to like September. So we'll see when that comes out. So uh, in terms of 2022, I think this is probably going to be the weakest season of the year. Um, a, uh, spring is definitely going to have the big, starting to have the big, big hitters with like Love is War, Spy Family, and um, some other things that haven't been necessarily gotten a date yet that could possibly come out. I think something like Rising of the Shield Hero. Come on. Uh, okay. Rising like, of the, yeah, Rising I mean, the Hill season two. How dare a, you? That is a big one. But like something like, the we biggest have, one we don't have like a date on like the yuri on ice movie um um made in abyss season two rent a girlfriend season two mob cycle season three there's still a lot of these shows that don't have dates yet where i can see them being in spring so i'm just looking forward to seeing how stacked spring is going to be if not the later years don't be insane with like chainsaw man um the devil is a part-timer season two like we don't have huge huge heavy hitters coming up it's just going to be interesting to see when they actually happen. But in terms of the seasonals, winter's pretty weak. And that's all I really have to say. How about you, Pat? Do you have anything that we missed? 
Uh, there's just one show that I wanted to highlight that might be funny. Um, it has the chance to be like a Konosuba kind of like funny, but also has so many things that immediately are red flags for me. It's called uh, Fantasy Bishoujo Juniko Oji Santo, or um, yeah, there's no English title, but basically, uh, a dull old man and his handsome best friend were summoned to another world. Uh, however. Because of the goddess's mischief, uh, he turned the old man into a peerless, beautiful girl. Um, and then to get their body back, they have to like go on a journey to defeat the demon king. Um, and I, and I was like, oh, that sounds like it could be kind of funny, whatever. But then it says, let the madness-filled rom-com journey in another world begin. And it's like, oh, so they're gonna make the old man in a young woman's body fall in love with the handsome businessman, like thirty, forty-year-old guy. And it's like what the fuck you know like what is what is this and also for one it's what the fuck but then also they're not gonna do the hey look uh love is blind of gender whatever thing you know they're not gonna just be like oh maybe they were gay for each other beforehand or or gay men that loved each other beforehand no they're they're gonna play it off as a joke there's no doubt there's almost no doubt in my mind that there's no way that this is gonna be like some like profound take on gender and love and everything so I kind of hope the rom-com part is not even present in the show. And it it's weird because the synopsis says rom-com, but then the genres don't have romance in it. Don't, it's only adventure, comedy, and fantasy. So again, I just thought the show was worth mentioning because it could be funny. Um, a couple of the, sh- the scenes from the PV were pretty funny too. Like they were like, you know, just like slapstick humor, whatever. But um, I also can't say I'm going to go out of my way to watch this either. You know, I'm going to wait yep. wait a couple episodes, see if it's good or see what people think. Um, other than that, um, we, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on again, waiting for Ruby season, uh, season nine or volume nine. Uh, got nothing else that I really care about at the moment. Uh, Miles, what have you got that you did not see us talk about today? Oh, that's not very fair of you. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know. Well, are you interested in Q, the uh, anime based on a mobile game about uh, cute girls being voice actors or Seiyu training to be Seiyu? Seiyu is voice actors, right? Yeah. So. Yes. Yep. Nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought I had you there. I thought you had, I had you nailed to a T. Um, let me pick something we haven't talked about. You can God. just say no because no, no, I have to be know. interested. I'm definitely interested in. Come on, got this. She professed herself pupil of the wise man, oh. um, which is it. Uh, it's probably a yep. Plays a VR MMORPG called Arc Earth Online. Oh God. Um, he purchases an appearance change as a last resort to spend expiring currency. Um. Yeah, and he get he changes his character uh to a girl, um wakes up online and feels the game has gotten a bit more re- oh, it's an Isekai. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, so really good player gets resurrected as a cute girl and wow, I gotta say, um You have to watch it now. I, I can't even commit to the bit. No, I'm, you have to watch it. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is uh he 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 turns his character into a girl as a a joke to spend his last currency. Falls asleep and wakes up and suddenly he's that girl. Wow, that's a that's basically just Overlord. Um, 
<laughs> the what about the strongest sage of disqualified crest? Well, see, um, there's seven of those shows next. So <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess which it's just like what girl do you find the cutest? Watch that isekai. It's kind of like the vibe I was going with. Yep, they I all um, look the same. I agree. Oh boy. Yep, yep, yep. I, I think that's all wrapping up though. To be honest with yeah. you, I think I think we're on uh, content. Uh, if you have made it this far and you want to support the podcast, the best way to do so is like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. We have visual content on YouTube and Spotify. So if you're listening to us on other media and want to see our pretty faces, you can check us out there. Next week for Watch Club, we're watching Bungo Stray Dogs. Um, that's going to be a fun, very, very fun episode. I'm going to put it that way. And then two weeks for non-Watch Club stuff. Uh, fall review, if Pat or Miles actually watch a show, they will be co- joining us. At, or joining me. three! Come on! I'm if, watching three! If Pat can watch like six more in two weeks, he will be on the next episode. Otherwise, I will be reviewing about 20, epi- or 20 anime from fall 2011. And then we start the best part of the whole year, which is the anime of the year stuff. So look forward to that, doing that again this year. If you participate, you have a chance at winning a $50 Amazon gift card. All you have to do is vote for when the nominations come out. It's that easy. Really fun, too. So if you made it this far, thank you so much. And we'll see you in a week for Bungo Stray Dogs. Bye.